Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to this special bonus episode from Olive Magazine's Kitchen Crafting Podcast. To listen to the full preserving episode, go to olivemagazine.com, Acast, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so I'm here again with Kylie Newton, author of The Modern Preserver's Kitchen, and she's going to talk us through one of her favourite recipes from the book, which is the pickled pea frittata. So I guess we're starting with the pickled Peas, yeah, Kylie. So yeah, so I, I say a couple of weeks before all the beautiful peas have come out. Um, I like to pop all the peas. I generally work with fresh peas here, right. um, and you need uh, fresh peas, cider vinegar, some filtered water, um, white uh, sugar, sea salt, chilies, and peppercorns and fresh mint leaves. They're all they're going to be all my spices that I want to nice. put in with the brine. So. Uh, start by potting all your peas. Um, then you want to get your brine together. And to make a simple brine, you just add all the uh, water, vinegar, sugar, sea salt, chilies, and black peppercorns. You just want to infuse it in, in your pot. So it's quite simple. It's like just infusing a tea. Bring the vinegar to a boil to kill off any kind of impurities that might be in it um, and any live activity that might be in it in case you don't want it to ferment your peas. And then you infuse it for about five minutes. Then turn it off and completely cool the brine and then top up your pop the peas in your jar top up or a tupperware it's up to you depends how long you want to keep it for if you want to keep it in the fridge just pop it in some tupperware and pour the cooled vinegar brine over the top and then chuck in a whole lot of mint so you've got that kind of nice english pea and mint kind of flavors going down like mint sauce as well you know that mint and vinegar vibe i love that exactly um, so if you it, we're going to make a recipe with this, but if you yeah. if you weren't, could how long would that last for? If you so if you sealed it up in a jar, it would last for probably about a year. Um, really, un- wow. unopened in the jar. You have to always submerge your um, vegetables under the vinegar brine. So always make sure that you've got no air in the top of your jar. Yeah. Um, one to two mil from the top. Make sure it's topped up. The um, peas are kind of weighted down with something. Um, yeah. I've used a variety of different things from baking stones or, and then you just seal it up and it should last you for up to a year. And, and, um, I've never had pickled peas before, but I absolutely love the idea yeah, of them. They're, they're absolutely amazing. Um, they're still nice and firm. Uh, once you get them into the frittata, of course they soften up, but they take on that mm. kind of uh, amazing, um, 
yeah, sharp kind of flavors. Lovely. So I use these uh, in exchange for if I'm if I haven't got capers or yeah. um, uh, some of those other sharp kind of flavors you want to put. So I put these quite often through like a um, potato salad as well Amazing. with a nice creamy mayonnaise. But to make up the pickled tree pea frittata so you've pickled these for one to two weeks up to three weeks um they're in your fridge you don't know what to do with them uh make up a pickled pea, pea frittata so here we're using of course um eggs and lots and lots and lots of fresh um herbs and it can be a mixture of all those fresh herbs like mm. mint and flat leaf and parsley and basil and chives and I use them all a lot of eggs you heat your oil up on um or your and a little bit of butter and if you you can use um onions as well uh so chop up the onions and caramelize those onions mm, down bit first. Of extra flavor, yeah. Yeah, on a nice low heat. You just want to take it slowly at the stage and just not to, and just really let the sugars kind of be released from those onions. If you need a little bit more oil, if it's dried up a little bit, add a little bit more oil into the sides. You kind of want to prep all your ingredients while you're kind of they are kind of caramelizing yeah. up. So make sure you've got all your fresh herbs all roughly chopped up and you've got your air eggs kind of um, whisked to the side. Um, and then you want to kind of make sure that your pan, um, a nice, a big, heavy-based uh, non-stick pan yeah. so that the frittata can come out afterwards. Um, uh, we've all you, been there. <laughs> we've all been there. Um, you want to make sure that it's oven safe as well because we're going to put it in the grill um, as well. Uh, make sure what I tend to do is get a little um, brush and just brush up the sides to make sure that all the oil is coated up around the sides of the pan. And then I um, chuck in my herbs and the pickled peas and I cook those only for about 30 seconds. I don't want the um, the herbs to kind of get soggy or anything. I just kind of give them a little bit of heat through them. The pickled peas are already pickled. They don't need cooking through either. And then I pour in all my egg and I ramp up the heat here to about a medium high heat, not too high because you don't want to burn the bottom. You're doing most of your cooking in the pan on the stove top before you put it into under the grill. And then you kind of just um, cook it for a good five or six minutes to try and make sure that, you know, it's a little bit wobbly. You can see a little bit of wobbling around in the middle, but on the outers, you'll probably see that it started to kind of cook. At this stage, I tend to get my spatula and I go around the rim of the um, the pan, just removing it from the pan, also for ease of flipping it out at the end as well. Um, and then once I feel like it's kind of cooked inside at this stage if you're feeling um adventurous or want a little bit more you can pop in some um chunks of feta cheese if you like or some little cherry tomor tomatoes cut up um cut in half and you just gently press them into the top and then you pop it onto the grill and not for long like only about four to five minutes just to and it. just mm, to set yeah. the top because you've done most of your cooking on on the base and then once it's um, done and golden brown and cooked right through because you don't sometimes you can overcook these things too you don't want to cook it too much I don't even mind if it's a little bit still wet inside and then you want to flip it upside down onto a chopping board and then flip it the 
um, jam another plate on top and flip it again just so you've got the pretty side on the outside. And I usually just sprinkle a whole lot of um, more fresh herbs on top before I serve it with some salad or... I love that though because you get you get those little bites of when you said capers before yeah. it, it made me think oh yeah so it's like a little, little kind salty, of burst yeah. of, yes. of salt within it. It's exactly that. It's a little burst of um, vinegar sharpness um, amongst all this kind of eggy kind of creaminess that that frittatas offer. And I guess in that way, those the pickled peas you've got left would be gorgeous in like a salad with. A similar thing like creamy goat's cheese. Absolutely, or... absolutely. I I do like to mix those kind of um, sharper f- flavors like that with creamy things. Like you could make a mozzarella salad or a burrata salad. Um, mix it with a lot of other. Yeah, even making your own homemade labne. There's a recipe for homemade labne in this. Um, I you know in my master classes, um, you know someone was telling me that they had been buying. Labne and spending a fortune on where you just kind of stir a little bit of salt through and um, drain it through a little bit it's of just muslin. Strange yogurt, isn't it? Strange yeah. yogurt, and you've got it. Got it. It's simple. It takes all of like, you know, five minutes to do, but then um, half an hour in the in the fridge, and it's usually ready. The longer you strain it for, the kind of firmer it gets. Fantastic. Well, thanks for sharing that recipe. It sounds gorgeous, and and there are so many other brilliant recipes using um, pickles, jams, chutneys and ferments in Kylie's new book, The Modern Preserver's Kitchen. Um, And if you want to check out the companion episode to this, we go really deep into the whole preserving scenario. So go and check that out on our website. Thanks again for coming today, Kylie. That was brilliant. You're so welcome. Thank you, Janine. That was a special bonus episode for the Old Magazine podcast. To find the recipe we talked about in this episode and to check out our back catalogue over 200 episodes, head to olivemagazine.com. 